Welcome to the Sales Acceleration Show. Today we have Nick from the Board of Innovation. And what we're going to discuss is that many businesses, they have a core business. And what they want to do is they want to grow it outside of that core. So we're going to discuss tips and tricks, pragmatic advice. How do you guys do that? How do you start with a project like that? Well, it depends a little bit on the, the challenge of the company. Clear. Of course. Clear. Um, maybe it's already got two different types of companies. You have companies that are doing quite well. So yep. they're in a luxury position. They have money and resources. They so, have growth. Yeah. yeah. And they just want to explore new opportunities. Yeah. So that's the positive way of working. There's a more urgent way of working. If you work with a company and they're, um, okay, maybe the company's already in decline for the and last the few years. Starts. There's pressure from budget, yeah. but even more critical for me is the most talented people often left the company already. Yeah. Uh, so the most innovative or yeah. entrepreneurial people are already gone. And then of course you need to start a project from, from that moment on, it's a little bit more yeah. challenging. Okay, that's most the, the, the challenge will be the same in that sense. They are looking for additional growth. Yeah. New products and but services. It's just a tougher yeah. environment to work in. One yes. can go yeah. faster so than the, the other. Our, the way of working will be slightly different. Uh, we, if of course, if a company is running a little bit um, low on, on quality resources, or just yeah. people, uh, maybe then they need more support from our side to inject inspiration and innovation and, and yeah. new forms of creativity. If you have very talented, innovative profiles still within the organization, of course, our role will be a little bit more on the facilitation of the process yeah. itself. And then you, you will actually, so, so okay, so you have those two, and then you, let's imagine the, the, the best scenario, they have cash. So what do you do? You go in and... We'll look, probably look at the uh, previous projects, which, which, uh, what, what have they already done uh, yep. so far. And typically what we'll do, go through is that we do a, a first stage of sort of ideation, exploration. Yep. Could be with those people from the company. Always try to be very pragmatic, so to not just reading trend reports and so on, but educate, educate people where do you go out to, or how do you go out to uh, find new opportunities. Yep. So give them practical websites, resources, databases new ways of seeing at the world, yeah, looking at the I world. Um, so probably the first big part is focus on ideation. And I always mention like uh, learning people, yeah, no, show people how they should see at the world. Uh, yeah. Slightly different. It's like inspiration. More yeah, the inspiration like, part. Yeah. Uh, that's maybe the soft part of innovation because the, the tough part that's after that, you need to make the right selection, uh, what's most valuable, so what fits best, uh, the type of ideas that we would select what fits best with the strategy of the company. Mm -hmm. And maybe secondary, the, what we call innovation capabilities of the organization. Yeah. Are they able to? Yeah, do they have the existing no. processes? Do they have budgets in place? Are they the right people? set up to do this? You, right. might have, you, want, you might want to select very ambitious projects, but if your company's not ready for it, we can go through the full process. Yeah. Good for us, they might pay us for that. Yeah. But then after that, those projects I've seen a lot of yeah. large companies saying, we need to innovate, and then you know, the executive says it, and then they, they start at it, and they yeah. actually have no clue, and, and, or they're really slow. So one of the typical things you see is that they either do it in-house or they start pulling the people out and set up a different entity. Yeah. Is that, how would you? We see a mix of results there. More and more organizations create that separate entity, sort of an innovation yeah. lab or a structure yeah, next classic. to the core organization uh, with some like positive it. results. But um, you now see that maybe that those, it's very, it's very common in the last two, three years, many organizations created such entities. Yeah. Um, the problem is that while there might be good successes there, uh, it's difficult for organization, like maybe the organization itself has 10,000 of people, 100,000 people, to adopt the way of working, what's happening over there. So we now feel a need to 
not to create fully separate entities, but from day one, look for an approach where you can still live within the organization somewhere, but at the same time have some freedom to explore and yeah, operate. Because and I also think larger organizations, the benefit of using their network and using their, their the power of a big company is, is, is massive. That's yeah. where I see the small ones really struggling. Because yeah. Yeah, I need thinking out loud, like if a Dieter would move in Belgium, that would push you all the way through to exact level straight away. Yeah. Right. It depends a little bit also on the, the type of projects that you would put in there. If it's a very radical, very disruptive ID, uh, in that case, it still makes sense to just put it completely outside of the core of the company. Yeah, it's, it's of course. But most of the time, the projects that we currently work with are adjacent, so it's outside of the core, but there are still some links. Could be the same customer profile, could be based on the same technology, whatever. And if there's a good link with the organization, yeah. it makes sense to also find a link in the way of working and in yeah. the terms of processes or even where those people are working and not just to link it or to, to do put you, it Do you have an separate. example of like a project you've done so we can get a, get a grasp on it? It depends also on, on the industry but I, maybe the uh, for us a, a very good example is also the we currently do a lot of work for uh, for ING for ING uh, yeah. at, uh, global uh, in this case so we work for from for the headquarters based in, in Amsterdam and across Europe, they have uh, multiple of those initiatives Hubs. because yeah. I think ING as a financial player, they're in a challenging market. All these new fintech startups, also mm -hmm. the market is evolving, regulation is evolving. Absolutely. So they're blockchain. Good yeah. God. So <laughs> from all sides, they are being attacked yeah. uh, on, on their current offering. Uh, and currently, they have already in the last one or two years, I think they have uh, 60 internal start startups that they uh, launched, and uh, we're guiding several of those accelerator programs. Uh, in different locations to in Europe. To make sure that, yeah. yeah. And our role in Accelerate is different. So sometimes our role could be the, uh, what they call sort of a coach for those startup teams to yeah. help them to make the right it's decisions. It's more like structuring and yeah, yeah. I get it. Yeah. Uh, for other accelerators, we're involved more on the inspiration ideation part. In our case, a lot focused on the business model. So yeah. how do you make money with those new services? Yeah. And um, maybe a, a third aspect that's relevant for ING, but you see that for many other organizations, they want to build up innovation capabilities, not just running yeah. innovation tracks as separate islands. Yeah. And now we're, we're helping them to typically to train the trainers. Yeah. So people that need to adopt those, that way of working, train them. So it's, uh, it's a, basically you build up uh, knowledge, expertise, you build, offer them playbooks yeah. so they can adopt this way of working and spread it throughout uh, the organization. Isn't also, because one of the things we haven't mentioned yet is of course, how much it's people. So we have a lot of structure, a lot of process. You have not all knowledge, you come there, but at the end it's people doing, building these things. So you also yeah. do a lot of work with people, you help them. I mean, yeah. how do you, do you find them? Yeah. Sometimes I, I had companies phone and say, hey, I need to find some guys that can do a startup for me. I'm like, oh, I'm not the guy doing this. But yeah. Right. yeah, originally when we founded our company, uh, we were too much focused on the ideas and the technology and uh, yeah. exciting trends. I'm educated as an industrial designer, so I'm focused on products and, and yep. so on. Flow, process, yeah, so it's a, <laughs> engineering. But yeah. you want to inspire those people and, and inject ideas in the organization. But we realized very quickly after the first two years that okay, many of our projects, they were stalled somewhere in the process and, or it, they were blocked somewhere. And one of the main reasons was that we didn't put the right people on there from the organization yeah. itself. So. Very soon we start to adopt another approach where we, okay, we work on the ideas and the projects at some point, but at the same time we put a lot of effort in okay, managing um, that we select the right profiles to be involved in that process, 
for those that are not so entrepreneurial, typically in organizations where the best talent already mm -hmm. left, yeah, yeah. there you need to spend a lot of effort in uh, training those people. Yeah. And there's a limit there. You can't always train people to become more entrepreneurial. So there's yeah, a limit no, what yeah, you I, can do yeah, there. Yeah, I agree, I agree. Uh, yeah. But on, on entrepreneurship, creativity, innovation techniques, very practical tools. And for most of them, it's, it's a change in, in behavior, how they approach risk and uncertainty. Mm -hmm. uh, so by focusing so much on the people and culture these days, I think we have far better results. Uh, maybe from our point of view as outsiders, maybe the projects are a little bit less ambitious. So it's, yeah. it's not the most radical, most disruptive startup out there, but at least also those are projects that are, that are being launched afterwards that the comp company can adopt yeah. because we make sure that the right people are involved there. Yeah. I get it completely. And yeah. by doing so, by running those projects, at the same time, we now try to keep an eye on okay, who's, who's involved around that, like the stakeholders, sponsors of the organization, who needs need to make decisions on this process. Mm -hmm. And by tweaking how they look at innovation, then they might look different at other projects later on as well. So yeah. we're also trying to treat. Well, so you actually create a, a rolling machine. Yeah, so it's that, not just that, a one-off yeah. process, but sure. you see that also the management yeah. team. You put or, the foundations and the infrastructure yeah. in place to do it. So the people okay. that typically make decisions on. Uh, in the innovation board or the executive team that needs to make a decision, should we go forward or not? Yep. Step by step, we try to tweak their mindset as well, how they would look at innovation projects and mm -hmm. then, uh, give them slightly different support than a traditional project. Yep. But that's of course a very slow process because then the culture of the organization needs to change as a whole. And that takes a lot yeah. of time, if at all possible. Yeah. Right. Of course, for us, it means that our pro projects become quite long and you, you don't do just one-off workshops and brainstorm sessions over a couple of months. For some organizations, we're now involved for one year or more just to really very engaged. gradually yeah. tweak the way how they approach innovation. Yeah, but that's almost like real change management process. They yeah, there are, there are definitely, definitely links there. Yeah. Okay, great. Thanks for joining the show. If you like what you've heard, give it a thumbs up and subscribe for more. Thanks a lot yeah. for joining. Thank, Thank you. you.